Listening to WECB, the underground sound of Emerson College. Welcome to Vibe Shift. I'm Isabel. I'm Minna. And I'm Morgan. And every week we pick a show or a movie and discuss, discuss the soundtrack. For today's show, we have for you Wes Anderson. Emerging to the scene in 1997 with his film Bottle Rockets, Anderson has been creating whimsical and enthralling films ever since. Ranging from profound and heartbreaking statements on the role of family, whimsical interpretations of young love, to tear-jerking stop-motion animation films, Anderson has covered it all in his filmography. On today's episode of Vibe Shift, we will be covering the wonderful world of Wes Anderson films. So starting off today, we have one of Wes's earlier films, Rushmore, and we're going to be kicking it off with Rue St. Vincent by Yves Montand. Elle avait sous sa toque de martre Sur la butte Montmartre Un petit air innocent On l'appelait Rose, elle était belle A sentait bon la fleur nouvelle Rue Saint-Vincent on n'avait pas connu son père, on n'avait plus de mère, et depuis 1900, admirer chez sa vieille aïeule, ou qu'à s'élever comme ça toute seule, rue Saint-Vincent, à travailler déjà pour vivre, et les soirs de givre. Sous le froid noir et glaçant Son petit fichu sur les épaules A rentré par la rue des Saules Rue Saint-Vincent A voyez dans les nuits de gelée La nappe étoilée Et la lune en croissant Qui brillait blanche et fatidique sur la petite croix de la basilique, rue Saint-Vincent. L'été par les chauds crépuscules, a rencontré Jules, qui était si caressant, qu'a resté la soirée entière, avec lui près du vieux cimetière. Rue Saint-Vincent Mais le petit Jules était de la tierce Qui soutient la gerce Aussi l'adolescent Voyant qu'elle ne marchait pas au pantre D'un coup de surin lui toile le ventre Rue Saint-Vincent quand ils l'ont couché sous la planche, elle était toute blanche, même quand l'ensevelissant. Les croque-morts disaient que la pauvre gosse était claquée le jour de sa noce, rue Saint-Vincent. Elle avait sous sa toque de martre. Sur la butte Montmartre Un petit air innocent On l'appelait rose, elle était belle Elle sentait bon la fleur nouvelle Rue Saint-Vincent
Ooh La La by Faces. So those two songs were from uh, his one of his first movies, Rushmore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Minna, do you want to go into the plot of Rushmore a little bit? Um, so Rushmore follows, from what I remember, um, Rushmore follows a young middle school kid, question mark, if you can call him that. Um, and he goes to high school early. He's just very accomplished and very smart. And it's supposed to be like a smart, witty commentary about like boyhood. Um, so it's it's a fun, it's a fun little movie. Um, it's one of his earlier ones. So you can kind of see the beginning of the Wes Anderson aesthetic. And you can kind of see the beginning of these like very quirky squid scripts that you're like following and these like really odd characters um we don't have any songs from bottle rockets but bottle rockets was one of my personal favorites actually everybody hates that movie <laughs> but i thought it was so goofy guys we should watch bottle rockets because it's like just the wilson brothers like messing around because they all went to college together so mm-hmm. that's why the wilson brothers fun fact are in every single wes anderson movie yeah. in some way they either a voice uh just like a cameo or they are the main characters mm-hmm. so yeah, one of my favorite uh, anecdotes, I think it's also from Bottle Rockets, is um, Wes Anderson like wrote a check for Bill Murray, and Bill Murray was like, "I don't want that." Like when he was like, I think he was in like, was he in um, Bottle Rockets? Yeah, yeah. So like he was like, he was like, "No, you're you're a young artist." Like <laughs> he was like, "I'm not gonna cash this check," and I don't think he ever did cash the check for Bottle no. Rockets because he just believes so much in Wes Anderson and like his like his directing style that's awesome and bill murray ends up playing in other films of Mm -hmm. his so yeah there's definitely like this very like very collaborative creative environment that wes has and i think that's funny because it just like kind of reminds me of emerson like i feel like it's giving every emerson production ever like in a great way (laughs) no slight to emerson productions please (laughs) well (laughs) a little bit but you know um all right, so next up, we're going to move on to the Royal Tenenbaums. We're going to kick it off with These Days by Nico.
I seem to think a lot about the things that I forgot to do. And all the times I had the chance to. Gambling these days, these days, these days I seem to think about how all the changes came about my way, and I wonder if I'd see another.
Alrighty, so that was Wigwam by Bob Dylan, once again from the Royal Tenenbaums, and I'm just going to say I had to add a Bob Dylan song to this list because he actually has a few Bob Dylan songs throughout his... Um, he would. <laughs> all right, throughout <laughs> his, his um, filmography, and I was just like, ooh, I love Bob Dylan. Let me let me add this to the playlist. <laughs> well, that was from the Royal Tenenbaums, and that movie is so special to me um it's my favorite Wes Anderson film other than a couple of the other ones that we've got coming up other than Fantastic Mr. Fox basically that's my favorite um it follows this very dysfunctional rich family where um basically the dad walked out on them and he's coming back like basically asking for forgiveness but also asking for money um and it's just kind of explores the kind of tensions between the siblings between the parents between just all of them in coming to terms with like kind of the situation that they're in now because he now they all now live under the same roof which hasn't happened in a very very long time essentially so it's like a recreation of a childhood in a sense even though they're all like grown adults um it's really interesting it's really good it's shot beautifully and the soundtrack is really cutesy silly coquette yeah <laughs> blee, blee, blee. i know we were both like oh yes these days by nico you know <laughs> very like Ooh. so coquette was understand yeah like, exactly i don't even know as well do you want to speak about the coquette songs it's so coquette. <laughs> That's all I've got to add, you know. Coquette, man. Coquette for real. Wes Anderson founded Coquette, and you guys can't exactly. deny that. <laughs> no, for real. Speak on it. And now coming up, we've got Rebel Rebel by... We cannot pronounce this name, so I'm going to try my best. Sue George um, from The Life Aquatic of Steve Zizou. Yep. <laughs>
dure toujours, on s'en souvient. On se dit qu'à vingt ans, on est les rois du monde et qu'éternellement, il y aura dans nos yeux tout le ciel bleu. C'est le temps de l'amour, le temps des copains et de l'aventure. De bonheur. Un beau jour, c'est l'amour et le cœur va plus vite. Car la vie suit son cours et l'on est tout heureux d'être amoureux. C'est le temps de l'amour, le temps des copains et de l'aventure. Ça dure toujours, on s'en souvient, on s'en souvient, on s'en souvient, on s'en souvient. Alrighty, so uh, we just played from the Darjeeling Limited, this time tomorrow by the Kinks, and then Le Tombs de l'Amour from Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. Um, I love this song, like that last one that just played, the French one. She slays. Um, literally, I heard it in theaters and I shazammed it because I was like, <laughs> I need it now because it's like, it's so like silly, goofy. Um, yeah. Basically, Moonrise Kingdom follows these like two like kids like who are like, so, okay. So the Coolidge Theater did this uh series called Love on the Run and this movie <laughs> was one of the last ones that they played so that's how I would describe the film if I were to like describe it in, like two words oh like three um but it's so good and the soundtrack is great and there's like this scene where they put this little like record player on the beach and they're just like dancing along to it mm-hmm. this like obscure French song these two literal children it's just so funny and like but the shot is beautiful and yeah. like speaking to that like Wes Anderson just has like the most gorgeous aesthetic which I think goes along really well with this like very indie like muted tones like yeah. soundtrack it totally accompanies the shots no for sure um Wes Anderson it just it feels like you're in a storybook whenever mm-hmm. you watch his his media and um even just like it's it's just so recognizable like I remember if you were a few years back I think he did like an H&M Christmas commercial what uh, it took place on a train and it was just like you watched it and you just knew that it was Wes Anderson just because of the symmetry and the colors and the cast. I'm pretty sure Anth- uh, what's his face? Adrian Brody was in it. So well, now I want to watch that ad. Like, what is this niche lore? I do not know. Yeah, um, it's Emerson College. Of course, I've seen it. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like one of my first film classes I took at Emerson. They were like, who directed this? And everyone was like, hmm, I wonder who. I wonder. But just generally, like, also Wes Anderson has, like, really cool coloring. I don't know who Mm -hmm. color grades his films, but, like... I don't either. And I I think, like, um, a lot of it does come from the set decorating because he just, like, for, like, every scene has, like, this color profile and all the props and the the decorating just fit into it so well. Um, He's just very much a visionary. You can tell in, like, how intentional the shots are. Like, something I love about Moonrise Kingdom is the way that it's shot. Like, everyone knows that one, like, where, like, the little girl in the pink dress is holding, like, the, Mm -hmm. the, the, like, glasses up, like, the binoculars. Um, Everyone knows it because it's just, it's so perfect. It's the pastel blue with the pastel pink with, like, this, like, very structured lighthouse. And then she's Mm -hmm. right bang smack in the middle. Mm -hmm. The symmetry is gorgeous. Like, Wes Anderson has a very distinct style. And I think that's, that's just really, really cool. Yeah, I um I think like even I have this um actually like little postcard book and it's has no affiliation to Wes Anderson, but it's just like it's like Wes Anderson like vibe like basically like I forget the title of it um but it's just like even just seeing a symmetrical picture at this point like my brain is automatically like mm, Wes Anderson would eat this up you know what I mean <laughs> that's such like an interesting thing like as a creative to have like almost a trademark because he's you know only he's been around since you know the late 90s so it's been yeah 20 plus years mm-hmm. but at, in the same time in like the grand scheme of film that is not that a long is time not so a for lot. him to yeah. have a, a trademark that people really mm-hmm. know him by is really interesting yeah for sure 
Um, so the right. next film we're going to be moving on to is Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, so we're going to kick this off by Mr. Fox in the Fields by Alexandre Desplat. Alrighties today. <laughs> Don't mind me, guys. I'm just speaking my truth. <laughs> no, you guys didn't mean. Didn't mean you guys. In <laughs> the wise words of Maddie Healy. Um, anyway, so that was Heroes and Villains by the Beach Boys. Um, I do want to throw back a little bit to Mr. Fox in the Fields because I uh. love this song so much. It makes me. It just like fills me with the sense of like. When I was writing the intro yesterday, I was like whimsy, whimsy, whimsy because of this song. Like this song to me is just the pinnacle of whimsical and like no, magic exactly. and it's like the little chime and mm -hmm. like I just yeah I want to live in the grass I, you know yeah. what you know when he, like they're talking in the movie Meryl Streep and whatever his mm -hmm. name is what's his name George Clooney yeah um sorry George Clooney um <laughs> our bad George <laughs> my bad George um when Meryl Streep and George Clooney are talking and she's like I don't want to live in a hole anymore and I'm like no you know what I would yeah. live in a hole if this is the soundtrack I to my would life give anything to live in that <laughs> hole if I could just prance the little fields and the grass with this song playing in the background like i just want to be a little fox like i don't mm. know what to say like yeah. it, they're so guy <laughs> yeah no exactly they're so guy and like they're just like ugh, they live in this little world and it's so cute and so perfect and i mean like it's not perfect i mean there's there's, there's some issues. there's some plot George issues Clooney's a narcissist yeah George Clooney's a narcissist the um, 
Yeah. That's about it. That's about the issue. Mr. Fox is the issue. He is. There's also like a capitalist undertone through this film. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. You learn what the fox says and it's not anything (laughs) good. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Isabel, you ate that. Isabel ate that commentary. Everybody please clap. (laughs) Snaps for Isabel. Snaps for Isabel. I did not know what was about to come out of your mouth. I was like on the edge of my seat. I said it's time for me to chime in once. That's my one thing to say for this episode. (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, this film just in general is such a sleigh. Like they are so like silly teehee and mm-hmm. the animation is beautiful and yeah. I don't know. There's also something, you know, George may be a narcissist in this film, but there's something so relaxing about his voice. His voice. Like, oh my god. The voice acting in general during uh-huh. this this film is just amazing. Yeah, I it's it's the point where it's like I can't imagine anyone else playing these characters yeah. in this film. Like the the voices match up with the characters so well. Um, and I don't does George Clooney do any other Wes Anderson films after this point not that I'm aware of but I'm sure the film bros can tell me yeah otherwise. film bros chime in <laughs> film bros please text us I'm begging you this is the only time I'll ask you to text me <laughs> only time I'll ever ask for your opinion on anything <laughs> I really need to know if George Clooney was in any other Wes not that I can film. remember though mm. and it's interesting because um, Wes casts the same people over and over again like they just like they, they're, they're a part of his world um, so it's interesting that Clooney never came back, as far as I know. I could be wrong. Once I mean, again. Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of his later films. Mm-hmm. Like of the ones that we've got coming up, like this is this is the towards the back half of his filmography. For sure, point, so. in the past ten, f- fifteen years, I'd say. Yes, indeed. And now we have got another song from the soundtrack: uh, "Bogus Buns and Beans." Enjoy. actually fun fact from the Robin Hood movie the Robin Hood Disney movie and growing up I was obsessed with that movie so I remember when I heard this in the soundtrack and I was just like oh my gosh I need to put this on the playlist now Mm -hmm. this song is just the pinnacle of just romance and just being in a moment with somebody and I just I love it so much and I think it's such like a lovely like pointed like point of the film that like we can celebrate like mm-hmm. a moment with the characters yeah. which is really nice because you don't really get that no, a lot during yeah. this film because they're just constantly on the run in peril mm-hmm. worried for them yeah I also think it's super interesting that it's from Robin Hood which Fox. and, and Foxes yeah I'm pretty sure I'm sure that song I don't know what happens in Robin Hood because I've it's been eons since I've seen that <laughs> film it's been decades um but I'm pretty I'm, I'm guessing it's between a moment between um Robin, Robin and Hood and Mary. and Mary yeah and then it's probably between um Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep and George Clooney because I don't remember their names in the film. Um, Mr. Fox and Mrs. Fox. It's probably a moment in them. That is what that is. Um, So now we're actually going to move on to one of Wes's most notable films, The Grand Budapest Hotel. And we're going to be kicking it off with the traditional arrangement by Alexandre Desplat. Inside of me. Oh, how fast those moments. 
I've used an all right now. <laughs> so that was Mr. Mustafa by Alexandre Desplat. And it was such a like, fun little song. I haven't really said much today, but it had a very like mysterious little vibe to it. But it was still like whimsical and fun. And I, you know, I'm I'm enjoying our little collection of songs we got going on today. I love that that's how you saw it because even though you haven't seen the film, like that is the the vibe of Mr. Mustafa. Mm-hmm. Like he's just super like cryptic. mysterious and cryptic, and you yeah. don't know what's going on. So I love that that's exactly what you got from mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just want a little shout out to our guy, Alexander Desplat. He composes, not only Wes Anderson films, so much. Little Women. Little Women. Harry Harry Potter. Potter, Like, so many. He, it, it goes so hard. Like, he put everything into this. And I just, I love how you can tell that it was like, composed for character yes you know what I mean thousand percent I think that that is the beauty of West films is like not only is it like aesthetically really pleasing Mm -hmm. but all of the other elements like whether it's props whether it's costume whether it's the music it's all made specifically for these projects like they're not just like inputting random songs for no reason like there is a reason behind Mm -hmm. all of these and I think everything is intentional shout out Alexander we love you King Um, it's it's just beautiful and like it totally reflects the characters it reflects the scene Mm -hmm. it feels like you know it's it's like those live performing bands like in front of those scenes it's like it feels like that it's just so like in that moment Mm -hmm. no it's amazing i i really i'd really appreciate um just how much intention goes into everything wes anderson does you know so true um so we're actually gonna be moving on to the french dispatch which is uh wes's most recent film um it is such a cool film for anybody who hasn't seen or it wasn't the biggest fan of it i urge you to revisit it i think it's really cool it's set up like a newspaper it follows this newspaper company and it literally goes through the Mm -hmm. entire like movie um through segments so it's like this is the lifestyle piece this is the whatever piece and it's it's beautiful and it's deals with like human grief and loss but it also is a a beautiful storytelling device yeah for sure it's like I don't think um, a lot of his other films are episodic in this way. Mm. And I think it's it's just like a really great way to like absorb his content. You know what I mean? Thousand percent. I, I would definitely say like these last three films that we've been talking about, not only are their scores absolutely beautiful like we have been showing you today, but the, the films themselves mm-hmm. are great. I, I'm For telling sure. Vibe Shift listeners, go yeah. watch yourself some Wes Please. Anderson. Because <laughs> you can tell that he's really refining his craft mm-hmm. as time is passing. You know, he's really... I think he's learned a lot in the past like 10, 15 years of filmmaking just because it's just, it's so rich, you know? Agreed. And with that, we've got Obituary by Our Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. Thank you. 
All right, guys. So this has been Vibe Shifts, a Wes Anderson episode. I sincerely hope that you enjoy waking up and listening to Wes and Wes today. I think it's a great way to start your day. He is just so slay and yeah. yeah the soundtrack should be the soundtrack to your morning every morning for real <laughs> he's a real artor of our generation sorry <laughs> I had to throw that in for my there are some professors out there she's a film major you guys I'm a film major can tell what can I say auteur theory and blah 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 <laughs> yeah what is it want to spell some theory right now Morgan yeah so auteur theory <laughs> is when a filmmaker or just really any artist really has like a distinct style that they have and I think Wes Anderson is an amazing example of that because he really just has such a unique, concernable style. I can't use so words. True. That's a thousand dollars of Emerson money. Is. That, that is, guys, you just got a free Emerson call. Yeah, <laughs> pay up, actually. <laughs> Everybody, please donate to our GoFundMe. <laughs> My I'm college joking. tuition. <laughs> I am joking. We do not have a GoFundMe. Please don't do that. Please, yeah, please, <laughs> please don't start cash adding by mowing us. Don't do it, guys. Please don't actually do that. It's for the hee-hee's. I'd accept. <laughs> um, I would too, actually. Uh, anyway. And um, to play us out, we've got our animated car chase. Thank you guys for starting your morning with us and have a great day. Lots of love. <laughs> <laughs>